Good morning, good morning, good morning. God, we thank you so much this morning for everything you're doing through our life. This New Year's Eve, we can feel the power of your presence, the power of our purpose. We can feel the fulfillment of our destiny. And for that, God, we say thank you. And our answer is still yes. Our answer is still yes. We're not going to change our minds to fulfill your glory in and through our life. But this morning, I wanted to talk to you guys because God gave me so many prophetic dreams. After dream, after dream, after dream. Now that the dreams are starting to become more clarifying, where he's showing the people in the dreams who we actually have the word for. See, at one point, God will just show me a dream or... He used some people, but he's telling me, he's actually instructing me and revealing to me certain people's anointing and the enemy's attacks. So I want to pray this morning concerning that area because God showed me us preparing for the new year. Angels already lined up for what's taking place. The fire of God is already, is, is being more, much more intensified in our life tangibly. His power the authority of God, the might of God, the characteristics of God are being fully manifested in our lives this season. We are walking in greatness. We're stepping out to a higher level in God that no one has ever been in because of the season we are in and the times we are in and the generation that we are in. Please listen carefully. Then God also showed me what the devil is doing. He has his army of demons lined up, preparing for the new year. He have given them new demonic wings. And their faces have become darker. Very unpleasant to watch. They became more and more demonic. And let me tell you something. Satan is powerless. Satan doesn't have any authority. He doesn't have any leadership. He don't have anything to rule. What Satan has... They try to attack us in our mind, in our bodies, in our thoughts, in our hearts. It's because we allow him to with the power that God given us. The power God given us, a lot of us are giving that power to Satan. And he's using that power against you. Know that every negative thought is not for you. Every negative thought is against you. Every negative thought that come across your mind is to set you up to fall. Please listen to me carefully. Those thoughts of being in debt. Those thoughts to confess debt. Those thoughts to confess sickness. I don't care if it's a sudden ache. It's set up to make you fall. To cause you to stop believing in God. And once you stop believing in God. That, fa- that power that you had to believe. You're giving it to Satan. Because you're not serving God. You're serving mammon which is Satan. Man is under the influence of Satan. Do you hear me? The children of God are under the influence of God. So Satan only have whatever you give him concerning your life. That's why God tells us to take back. That's why God give us restoration, restitution, and redemption. Restoration means to take back. Redeem means to be bought back. So when you brought back to God, meaning dedicated your life back to Christ, become a new creature in God, 
I don't want to use the word creature. When you're walking with God, all things become new. And that power that, you, that Satan had over you that you're giving him, once you become redeemed, bought back, now you can take back. You take your power back. You take back everything that he had under you. Then you begin to have more authority over him. Because you are aware of it. You already have authority over Satan. Let me say it this way. You already have power over him. God is giving you that. You're a child of God. Christ already finished anything that caused you to be defeated. So you walk around here undefeated. All the day long. Some of us not. Some of us don't. That's why we're here to let people know about the power that God put on the inside of them. To sharpen their gifts. To let them know what God has for them. And take back everything Satan tried to take away from you or have taken from you. Or you giving to him. Because he can't take nothing without your approval. So we giving it over to him. We gave up peace to have anger and doubt. Gave up having faith to have no hope at all. We gave up being rich so we can walk around in poverty with Satan under his influence. We walk around with God sober and you give that up to be full with drunk, with drunkenness. Not even being sober to watch. So we're taking back through our ancestry prayers Everything he took in from you is being taken back. Taken back. Hallelujah. Don't nothing or no one have power over you in this world. No one. Nothing. God gave us dominion over the things of the earth. Not people. Animals and of all other principalities of this world, businesses and everything to subdue and replenish, but not people, because only He is our God, only He is our ruler, only He is our defender, only He is our strong tower, only He is our healer, waymaker, friend. Well, we are friends, God. And no one else gets that authority over your life But him God don't take no pleasure in someone Trying to rule over you Tell you what to do Blackmail you Disrespect you Put their hands on you And you don't take no pleasure in that any longer Stand up and fight for yourself by using your faith, by keep on praying, stop doubting and keep on believing. Hallelujah. I went in a need of prayer. It was a, a huge need of prayer for that area yesterday and God called me so strong to that prayer. A lot of us are under someone else's influence and not God's. Being blackmailed, 
for something that they know that you have done and they tormenting you because of it and, and don't even allow you to be forgiven even though you have been forgiven because they keep throwing it in your face and they blackmail you so they won't reveal what you have done and you're too ashamed to even confess that testimony and walk away from be healed from it so you allow them to keep on tormenting you even those on your job you have a job and people keep trying to tell you do all this and do that while they do nothing and you want to keep the peace at work so you're doing your job and theirs while they're getting their paycheck and not yours. Hallelujah. When you give everything over to God, you'll see the changes that take place in your life. But back to the demonic forces that's taking place. Satan is, Satan is preparing with his demonic forces. <clears throat> Or what they're going to do for this upcoming year to attack your life. So God told me to tell you, protect your anointing. And trust me, do not be afraid for nothing. Do not be afraid. Because he already lost. <laughs> he already knows that. But he's looking for those who don't know that. So let's keep them in prayer. Hallelujah. We've all been given armor. Some people don't have their armor on. So they're not even aware of the armor that they have. Hallelujah. Pray for everyone. Anything that comes across your heart, come across your mind, pray about it. God put it in your heart for a reason. God is showing me my son's generation. And he's beginning to show me the people in his generation and what they're called to do. So I can pray for them. To protect their anointing. That their anointing become protected. Because honestly, some of the parents not aware of what their children are called to do. My mother had no idea what I was called, what I'm called to do. And she's still being amazed. Because when you're called for greatness, you don't go around saying anything about that. See, a person who wants to be called for greatness. Well, let me say it this way. A person who's unaware that they're already great and wants to be great in some other way that God hasn't created them to be, they start bragging about things. Growing up, oh, I'm, I'm powerful, I'm this, that, I'm this, that, you know. Those who are called, you don't have to brag. You already know. You don't have to go around saying this and saying that. Oh, call me by my name. Call me by my title and all that. You already know who you are. And you're not focused on that. You just focus on the assignment. And that's why you're so powerful. Because you're not focused on that. Hallelujah. I saw, I saw uh, the devil, the demons, and the dream. I said, they don't make no sense. How they just stood in line like that. They ready. <laughs> ready to lose again. <laughs> They're never going to win. As long as we stay in our position. Don't talk about win over your life. Win over areas over your life. I pray for those who've been walking in the line for long for years. Even those who's walking in the line, no matter how long, it's still a lot. I lift you up. But some of us have been deceived for a very long time. I mean decades, centuries. And God's exposing the truth now. And some of them so used to the, the lie, they don't even want to walk in the truth. 
So many things to pray for. Don't ever think there's nothing to pray for. And I thank God for everything he's doing in this season. I pray that you begin to have ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to understand what's taking place in this season in your life. Do you know what the greatest days of your life looks like? Do you know what it looks like? It's going to even blow your mind. Because if you could think about the highest thing that you could ask God for to consider you to be happy or blessed, it's so much more than that. He's doing so much more than that. God is telling me all the time, the people are coming, more people. And he said, they are looking for you. They're finding you by your light. It's like I have a lamp. I'm carrying a lamp in this dark place, huge dark place. To, make, to give it a clear example, it's like on the seaside of an ocean. But it's, you know, you know, just the ocean, how can I describe it, God? But it's, yeah, on the seaside. And there are so many people walking the line on this seaside. It's a huge, it's a huge beach. I'm going to give you an example. It's a huge beach. And on the sand, there's a lot of people just filled up walking in one line. And it's dark. And you know what the beach is like when it's dark. You can barely see. And yet they see the light in me because I'm holding this lamp. I am this, I'm this lamp. And they're finding me. They're finding me. And I'll never forget. There's so many families and people that are looking for this light. And let me remind you, it's not me who they're looking to serve. Don't get it wrong. They're coming to me because they know I have the answer to what they're looking for. And they know where to find, they know where to find a, the truth. You know a false prophet when you see one. You know a false teacher when you see one. You know a false pastor when you see one. Do that mean not pray for them? No, it doesn't. Even those who are operating their gifts and they're, you know, doing it not the way God asked them to. Somehow they lost their way and start doing things of their own selves. But they're still under that anointing. We pray for them too. Have to. And they were looking, they're looking for me. And I'd say, God, oh, what if I say the wrong things to your people? What if I make a mistake to these people? There's so many people around the world who's coming to me. God said, you got this. You got this. You were you, you born for this. And I remember I count, he counseled me at eight years old when I heard the people in church complain about the pastor wearing this and, the, and they looking like this. And they were talking about, oh, the bill, it goes towards the heat bill, electric bill. And God, God counseled me. I got, I, I got on him for that. But no, not in a good way, not in a bad way. I was like, you counseled me. You wanted me to ask you to allow me to preach your gospel. So you could come in and begin to do your work in me. That was an invitation. You, you counseled me to ask you, to give you an invitation. He counsels us a lot. I want you to know that's one person. That's one question about God. <laughs> he counsels you. He allow you to be in a situation or be in a place or be confronted somewhere where 
You can ask him to do to allow you to do something that you were already created to do, but you invited him in that area to begin to sharpen you up so you can walk in that fulfillment in your life. How I many know a 10-year-old? I mean, you can go out there and preach, but you have to be able to learn and be sharpened and God put words onto who you are so you can come, you can grow in that area. Thank you. He allows us to grow in our areas. I hope you're getting the words I'm saying this morning. I am half asleep, but still, I'm still awoke. I'm still awake. <laughs> I don't know what be going on with my grandma sometimes, but I pray to God that it do not go out the window. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I won't let it. Hallelujah. Well, yes, early. <laughs> I need to wake up real quick. But I love you guys so much. It's New Year's Eve. Made it this far. Satan lost. He lost once again. Just look at it this way. You always win. No matter the trial or tribulation, you always win. You always win. Satan knows his demonic force is lost. He's just still trying to get them prepared just so he can feel like he's doing something. Which he all, in fact, know he's doing nothing. And so we got to keep everyone prayed up. Because those he have influence over, he's trying to continue to talk to them and use them to do evil things in the earth. Against you and I. But we have higher power. Hallelujah. Let me share a testimony with you guys. I hope it helps some of you out, someone out. I found myself going to minister yesterday. And when I went past an old neighborhood, old communities, I started to cry out to God to help them. And every time God showed me something, a place or a person or something that I used to do that I got delivered from, I began to weep for thanks out of thanking God for what he's done for me. But then when I seen these people outside doing things I used to do and they still doing them and I began to weep for them for their salvation. And God said, do not cry. Do not cry at all. And in fact, change your way of your wording. Change your way of thinking concerning anybody or anything that you see that's not the way you want it to be seen. And begin to see it the way you want it to be seen. Do not see them in their distraction. Do not see them doing that obstacle and that tribulation. See them overcoming that, op- that obstacle and that tribulation. Because that's what comes to pass. What you say, what you pray will be established. What you declare, what you decree comes to pass. So don't speak from a place of what you see. Speak of a place that where you want to see. Where they are going, not where they are. And I said, wow, okay. (laughs) I began to see them the opposite of what they were currently doing. And I prayed from that place. That's where change takes place. Hallelujah. Don't pray from a place of where you, what you currently see. If it's something that you don't want them to do. Pray in the place of seeing it already being done. See them already victorious. See them already changed. See them already in church. See them already operating their gifts. 
taking their authority back. Hallelujah. Pray from that place. That's how God thinks. Because he don't see them that way. He sees them how he created them. No matter what they're doing, he don't see us in that way. So we don't do it either. And I pray to help someone out. I thank God for what he's doing. He's doing so much. It's like every time I'm sleeping, it's just like vision upon vision. Vision upon vision. Always about the future. Always about the future. In this dream, he showed me this is what? 12 years from now? 12 years from now, God revealed something to me. I'm trying to tell you, these dreams, God's power is coming to be so, whoo, it's blowing my mind in my life. I had no idea. My, I knew I was, called, we all call for greatness and, you know, power of God. But when you begin to operate in it and God begin to reveal, you have no idea how powerful you really are. I'm trying to tell you, none of us do. We know we're powerful, but it's always more. Things we're not even aware of. It's like I need to lay at his feet today. I'm trying to tell you. For what you're doing. Walking around with a mantle. See, I'm going to tell you something. You're created. Whatever God called you to be. Who God called you to be. You were born with that gift. It don't just come upon you. You're born with that gift. With you, whoever you're called to be, whatever you're called to be, you're born with that. But God sharpens the gifts by sending people and leaders your way, giving you dreams and spending time with God and sending angels to anoint you. You get anointed. For more and more and more of your gifting. For it to become more and more sharpened. The more sharpened you become, that's the more elevated you begin to be. God elevates us. And then as you get elevated, you get ordained. Anointed. David was already born to be a king. David was already born for that. But the day the prophet came to him to anoint David, that's when he received his his elevation. He got anointed. You were already born for what you are called to do. But you still grow in the areas. They allow the gifts to be sharpened. Some people go from minister they, they, they take ranks up. They'd be like, oh, now you're a sister first. Then you're a deacon. Then they become a minister. This is some people, not all. Then they become a minister. And then an evangelist. Or a pastor. Or an apostle. Or whatever. <laughs> some, people, some people just go from sister to exactly what you call to do. Some people, some people go from a brother to a prophet. Everybody don't take the take necessary steps. Some people go from there to there. It's all on God. And it all depends on your level of hunger for what God called you to do. Hallelujah. So today I want you 
to meditate on your gifts. Meditate on your gifts. Because it's now the time. Now is the time. Again, I say now is the time for you to carry the giftings out. You are being exposed. You are definitely being exposed. You are being exposed. Oh, God. You are being exposed. The giftings of God on the inside of you are being exposed. Even more for this current world that you and I are living in. Because some of us are not paying God attention as we ought to. So he has strengthened your gifts to allow them to become even more powerful that the people cannot ignore any longer. You go out and sing, you psalmist, and watch what take place. The burdens that will be removed will never try to overtake them again because they've been free. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. God is using you as a reminder. He is who he say he is. And there's nothing no one can ever do to change it. Never put your circumstance or an obstacle or trial or tribulation or storm or mountain before your God. Your God giving you the power to step over it. Hallelujah. Be afraid of nothing. Never forget to give thanks for everything that God is doing. Everything God has done. And for everything God will do. Our lives will never be the same this moment forward. And I pray, oh Jesus, I pray you become aware of it. God told me this morning, I was a little concerned because I noticed that I was being mimicked a lot. And God said, don't be upset. Be glad. Because they can mimic anything and anyone, but they choose to mimic the truth. Now, don't take it as if they want to be like you. Take it as a compliment that God is using me to bring. God is using the bonus on the inside of me is bringing them even higher in God, closer and hungry more for God. See, some of us in the earth that God has blessed you with or anointed you to do, when you start seeing people starting to talk like you and act like you, don't look at don't look at it as if oh they're trying to copy me. That's not what they're doing. God is opening up you, using you to open up them. Earths they used to be shy in, they no longer shy in. Earths that you that you are so bold in, that they were shy to do. Thank you, God. <laughs> He's using you to open them up. My God, what, I gotta see what this means. This touch, 
I've been feeling this powerful, gentle, massaging touch on my back for like, it comes like throughout the day, some days, for the past week. And I don't know what that feeling is. And I'm about I'm to research that. Ask God, what, what is that? Because I, I, I was never, I'm able to see and hear. I don't feel much. Some of you guys are feelers in the spirit. You can feel a lot of things in the spirit. And smell a lot of things. And even taste. I have. I didn't ask God for that earlier. I never. See the things that I have. I, I have. But if I really want something. I tap into it by asking and seeking God for it. And I'll get it. But I haven't. It wasn't like no big thing to me to ask to taste. Or to you know smell or anything like that. Or feel. But I've been feeling this. Feeling on my back is in the same area. I don't know if that's God. I don't know if it's a heavenly host. I don't know who it is. But it, it's, a, it's an awesome feeling. And it just come out of nowhere. Like a, a gentle touch on my back. On the same, in the same area. On my right side of my back. Near my shoulder. And it just, it just when, that, when it touches me, it like... Send a radiance in my whole body. It's like, woo, like, wow, what is that? It's like the touch is getting more and more and more. <laughs> For some of you who feel, you probably already, you are aware of what's taking place. I'm not aware because I don't feel much. Hallelujah. And some of you guys have the, um, y'all gifted to feel the pain of people. I said, God, you can let them have that one. <laughs> I, I only want the pain that I be I had. <laughs> Why well, carry on somebody else's? Hallelujah. <laughs> but no, it's so much more powerful than what I just <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't forget, I'm still asleep. <laughs> Let me say that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But seriously, um, <laughs> yeah, I am still asleep, but to God be the glory. But seriously, some of you guys can feel people's pain. And they'd be like, oh, I got pain in my shoulder all of a sudden. Pray for that pain. I'm like, God, I don't want, I, don't let me have to feel anything. Let me just pray. Let me just pray. Before the pain even tries to creep up, I pray. You already prayed up. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's where I stay at. Ahead of the game. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I thank God for what he's doing in your life. It's my time for now. I want you to enjoy this New Year's Eve. Don't make promises that you, you're not even aware that you're not able to keep. Hallelujah. If it's something you really want to work on, don't make it like uh, it's my resolution. Nothing wrong with a resolution. But how many of us make resolutions that don't get fulfilled? Make it as a promise. Make it as a promise to yourself. Or just make it as a priority. You want something to work on? Work on it. And see it through already. People message you like they don't know what you do in the morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. You always have to be available. Because you never know what a person is in need of. Hallelujah. I love that my sister... She always knew about my she always knew what my gifting was. She saw it in me from a child from childhood. 
And she, at first she looked at me like, man, you strange. <laughs> we always, me and her always shared room. And she's always just look at me and observe me, be like, you're so strange. But it's a good strange. And I know why you're strange. But when she found out I had a children's Bible, I hid it from her. I didn't want to share it. Because we had to share everything. And I was like, look, I'm not sharing this. When I, when I begin to spend time with God, by having that children's Bible book, I said, oh, I got something that she don't know about. I'm not telling her at all. She can have the toys. She can have the clothes. She can have the TV. I even gave her the TV. I put a line on my side from her side. I gave her everything. I said, let me keep this Bible. Let me keep Heavenly Host with me. Let me keep God. And he was like, what? Nothing. I got that Bible book. And I always had God, but when I got that book, when I began to have pictures to go along with the words, you couldn't tell me nothing as a child. My imagination went so far. And it was nothing but a vision. God was opening up visions to me. So I kept telling her, nope, you can have everything. I, I, I kept that Bible for her. She found it. <laughs> she found it. It was like, where does this come from? I don't even remember what I said, but I know I had to lie. I, I probably lied to her. I'm, I'm sure I probably did. But she, then she began to know why I was acting the way I was. Did she read it? No. Did she take interest in it? Not really. Not as much as I did. So she didn't really care. I thought she was going to want to share it. But she didn't. She said, oh, you can have it. <laughs> she gave it back to me quick, huh? Here you go. <laughs> and went outside to play. While she outside playing, I'm in there just reading that children's Bible book. When I heard the story, when I read the story of Joseph, oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. And you know, in a children's way of understanding, they wrote it that way. So they, they called him, the, the um, what they call him? Something of many colors. The God of many colors, something like that in, in the children's Bible book. So what I did was I tried to create me a coat of many colors. And walk around my room thinking, you know, I got the same coat like Joseph. But it's beautiful in God's eyes. And God's just beginning to shopping my gifts. And not just me. And the reason why I say that to you, because God don't just, don't think that God just showed up in your life all of a sudden now. God has always been there. There are some of us as grown men and women are angry at our parents for not being a part of something that we were doing in school. They couldn't make our swim meets or our competitions, or our football games, basketball games, cheetah, cheetah competitions or whatever. Spelling bees and, and we were angry at our parents for not being there to support us. And one time my mom wasn't able to be at my cheetah, my cheetah competition. I really wanted her to come, but I understood. See, I was a child that was very understanding because I, I saw, see, I had God. I knew how to understand what she's doing was important. She was taking care of me. So I never gave my mom a tantrum. I never asked her. I never say, oh, you can't be here for this. And whatever she had to prepare for food for us, I never complained until I got like 16. <laughs> but I never complained. I ate what she gave me because I knew she gave me her best. I knew she loved me and I knew if she had it, she would do it. So I knew she gave me her best. So what I did once, this is how I thought as a child. And I'm trying to tell you in elementary school, second grade, I'll make her happy. By making her know that I'm enjoying everything she's providing so she wouldn't feel like she's failing as a parent. Now, who thinks like that as a seven-year-old? So whatever she gave me, I was so excited to get it, even though I didn't want it. 
Uh, did I say that? <laughs> she know now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway, but seriously, I didn't let her to know that because I wanted her to know that I'm proud of you for taking good care of me. I know that you're taking care of me. You're feeding me. You're giving me clothes. You're making sure I go to school. You're being a parent. And you're doing the best you can do. You know how to do. And I wasn't angry that she couldn't make my, my cheetah competition. I was like, I'm just like, tag. I wish she was here. I never was like, oh, they got their parents here. And then, because I knew she had a reason not to be there. She had to work and take care of us. I was always the understanding child. Even if she was unaware of it. In my heart, I understood well. And then here come God showing me how much he was there. He said, I never miss nothing. I don't miss a beat. He went to my competition. He went to my first time learning how to swim. Me riding a bike and making mud pies and playing on the playground. He said, I was there through it all. I saw everything. You playing with your easy bake oven and even things that you weren't supposed to do, you got tapped for. I was there. He never missed nothing you and I have ever done. God was always there. So don't ever think that God just showed up in your life because you just made him the Lord of your life. He always been there. He spent time talking to you in your sleep. For those who are not aware to talk to him while you awoke. He made ways and found ways to get through to you. Even through people. Even through angels. You encounter so many angels here on earth that you're not even aware of. Because they appear to be normal people. I'm not going to hold you any longer. I want you to enjoy your day. It's New Year's Eve. Enjoy every promise come to pass. Enjoy it. You prepared for it. I love you so much. And enjoy your day, okay? In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.